0: Welcome to this special series on the future of farmland in Northumberland County. I'm your host, Robert Washburn. There are 840 farms in Northumberland County. The vast majority are prime agriculture land. That is a designation that ranks these areas as best for growing crops that feed us. Yet these lands are under threat, and that has many people in Northumberland worried, especially farmers. On July 29th, about 100 people gathered at the Best Western in Coburg to listen to five panellists. They outlined the challenges facing those wishing to protect farmland in Northumberland County. The event was organized by a group of residents and farmers known as the Northumberland Rural Coalition. The event was recorded live by Northumberland 89.7 FM. Over the next few weeks, we will be presenting the speakers in a five-part series, if you care about the food on your table, this series will give you food for thought. This week's speaker is Ontario Farmland Trust Board Chair Margaret Walton. Her organization fights to preserve farmland across the province. Here is Alan Cruthers, the Forum Chair and President of the Northumberland Federation of Agriculture, giving the introduction.
1: Our next speaker is Margaret Walton. Margaret has been a member of the board of Ontario Farmland Trust for six years and currently serves as chair of the board. Margaret is a leading expert in agricultural planning, specifically in developing planning policies to support the agricultural sector. And a focus on areas subject to uh, growth uh, pressures. She has worked for all the regions and a number of municipalities in Greater Golden Horseshoe developing policies to sustain the agricultural communities, she assisted municipalities in implementing the system approach to protecting and supporting the agricultural sector and has successfully defended her work at boards and tribunals. Margaret Walton. Uh-huh. Thank you very much and of course I am the last speaker so I know I stand between you and lunch. I also have noted as we've gone through the speakers that a number of my points have already been made. So I'm gonna perhaps uh, remind you of them so that you can all remember as, uh, as we move on. So thank you very much for the opportunity to speak today. And as you heard, I am the chair of the board of the Ontario Farmland Trust. And if we can have the first slide. So, our vision at the Ontario Farmland Trust is a future where Ontario's farmland is valued and permanently protected through sound policy, partnerships, and proactive community engagement, where diverse farming communities thrive, and where the long-term protection of farmland, agriculture, and local food production is recognized as the foundation of a sustainable rural economy in Ontario. I am also a retired rural planner, specializing specifically a rural planner with expertise in managing the agricultural land base and urbanizing areas. I have worked to protect agricultural land in the province since the 1990s, when I was retained by the four federations of agriculture in the GTA to confirm whether there was still agriculture in the area and if it contributed significantly to the economy of the GTA. Next slide, please. I confirmed that the answer to those two questions were and continue to be yes and yes. After this initial study, over the subsequent years, I worked for all of the federations in the Greater Golden Horseshoe and across southern Ontario, including in Northumberland in 2001, to quantify and track changes to the agricultural resource. I have worked for provincial growers, organizations, and regional and local governments to identify and map the provincial agricultural resource and in developing plans and policies to support agriculture. I work for the provincial government on the implementation of a systems-based approach to protecting the agri-food sector. A systems approach helps strengthen the protection of agriculture because it considers both the land use and the infrastructure, the services and assets that are important to the viability of the entire agri-food sector. This system is now the one that is made optional under the current government's proposed policies. Managing the provincial agricultural resource and ensuring that it will be available and the conditions will be in place to allow farmers access to land and the flexibility they require to succeed and thrive was a focus for me throughout my career. During my career, I noted that of all the stakeholder groups that one encounters in the day-to-day occupation of land use planning, farmers are one of the most respectful and often understated groups. There seemed to be an intrinsic assumption by the sector that the importance of agriculture in Ontario was well understood. It is my observation that this is not true. Otherwise, we would not see the rate of farmland lost in the province at 319 acres every day. While farmers are viewed as trusted and essential, there is a tremendous amount of ignorance and an ever-growing amount of misinformation about agriculture. The typical response, when I note that agriculture is the most significant economic sector in the provincial economy, and it is the most, it's, it's number one over the auto sector when you include all of the agri-food sector, this fact, that has been substantiated by many credible studies is always surprise. As a result of farmers' tendency to stand back. Other groups, including the environmental lobby and the aggregate sector, have surpassed agriculture in the level of attention and protection they receive from many politicians. This lack of active vocalization and the fact that our population has transitioned from one where most people had a link to rural living to one which is urban-based has resulted in a lack of public understanding of what is threatened as we continue to spread non-farm development across the limited farmland area we have in the province. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. Given all of this, it was natural that when I moved into retirement and was invited to join the Ontario Farmland Trust Board, I accepted. I wanted to continue the work I had focused on during my career. I was aware of the trust. Indeed, I was at an initial meeting more than 20 years ago where the creation of a trust was discussed. The dedicated group that met that day worked tirelessly, and 20 years later, Ontario is one of only a few provinces with a farmland trust that holds farmland easement conservation events on 22 properties, totaling over 2,500 hectares of land, and is now moving into land ownership as a result of legacies left to us by farmers with the dedication to maintaining the resource for future generations. So today, in the time I have, I'm going to focus on reminding you about why our agricultural land should be protected, how the Trust can help, what it is about, how it works, how it can benefit farmers, and where I think we fit as one of the tools for supporting agriculture in Ontario. And that's not going to take as long as it sounded. In doing so, I'm going to focus on Northumberland and the Greater Golden Horseshoe. So I have slide four, please. Why protect the land? And you've heard a lot of this. When I first started my work, the question I got routinely from politicians was, is there still agriculture in the GTA? Once we answered that question, the question became, well, we understand there's agriculture, but why should we protect it? Can't they just move elsewhere? The answer to that question is no. It cannot be moved elsewhere because the land around Lake Ontario, and you've heard this, and specifically in the Greater Golden Horseshoe, is unique in that it has the specific qualities necessary to produce food, including soil quality, available water, climactic conditions, access to market, and a world-class progressive farming sector. Although Canada has an enormous land mass, only 5% of it is prime agricultural land. Of that 5%, it is estimated that less than 1% of it is class one. That is the land that's in the Dufferin Rouge Agricultural Preserve that uh, Stephanie just talked about. And of course, class one is the very best. That is the quality of land found across much of the Greater Golden Horseshoe and in Northumberland that contributes significantly to to Ontario's agricultural sector. It is a major economic driver and a huge producer of local food and a huge range of commodities. The area is unique in the province and indeed in the country. The rich soils of this former lake bed, combined with the moderating influence of Lake Ontario and the microclimates created by the Niagara Escarpment and the Oak Ridge's Moraine all combine to make this one of the most productive growing areas in Canada, with a long history of strong agricultural production. In addition to these attributes, there is a stable source of water, something many of the large agricultural areas in the world do not have. In the work I did for the Greenbelt Foundation, we confirmed that there are over 200 different commodities grown in the Greater Golden Horseshoe, commodities that cannot be grown elsewhere in the province. It is home to an experienced, world-class producers and a safe, environmentally sound production that is part of a massive network of agri-food businesses. Gord Surgeoner, who was formerly head of a think tank on local food, once said to me that Canada is a Switzerland of food. All around the world, we are respected for the quality and the safety of the food we produce. It is also a critical component of our economy. When you factor in primary production and all the businesses involved in the agri in the food sector, the provincial agri food system is the largest economic cluster in, in Ontario, not the auto sector. Across this province, there is a strong and vibrant sector where farmers make use of the limited land base in the province that can produce a diverse range of agricultural products. It is safe, progressive, naturally based, and essential to our survival. First, the pandemic, then the war in Ukraine, and now the very real impacts of climate change emphasize why a local, sustainable food supply is essential to our well-being. We are sacrificing this resource to accommodate growth when we have lots of options to accommodate growth that do not require the continued use of agricultural land. And as a planner who has worked across all of the Golden Horseshoe, I can tell you there is currently lots of land within the existing urban boundaries to accommodate all the growth we need. During the 30 years I've been working to sustain agriculture in the Greater Golden Horseshoe, and across the province I have seen a steady decline in the land base upon which it depends. While there have been encouraging developments, strengthening of the provincial and local policy, the creation of the green belt implementation of the Greater Golden Horseshoe Agricultural System and a growing understanding of the importance of sustainable local food, the steady erosion of the land base continues. In my opinion, recent proposed actions by the current provincial government, if implemented, will accelerate this decline. I certainly agree we have a housing crisis, and that needs to be addressed. I recognize that as we welcome immigrants to our country, we must be able to provide accessible, affordable housing. However, we must also be able to feed them. We need to rethink how we manage growth. We need to permanently protect our unique productive land base. We need to create the circumstances under which farmers can operate securely and profitably with certainty that there is a long-term future for them on the land. We need to recognize that agricultural land is a limited, non-renewable resource. We need to appreciate not just the benefits of the current safe, accessible local food supply, but the obligation we have to future generations to protect the resource. So how can the Ontario Farmland Trust help to achieve this? As a land trust, we are capable of holding conservation easements an an legal agreement where a landowner donates the conservation interest, in this case the agricultural use, of their property to the trust. This means that the land we hold easements on cannot be developed for any land use other than agriculture. I'm going to have slide six. (laughs) And since these agreements are on the title of the property, they remain in effect for every subsequent landowner even if they're a developer. They offer the highest level of protection while allowing flexibility for evolving farm practices. I have um, slide seven, please. In addition to easements, the Ontario Farmland Trust can receive donations of farmland on which we can deliver programming including providing affordable and long-term leases to new and young farmers and help ensure the lands are farmed sustainably. With 40% of farmers set to retire within the next 10 years and 66% not having a succession plan in place, the Ontario Farmland Trust can act as a land bank for those not knowing what else to do with their property but who want to see it permanently protected for agricultural use. We also offer policy solutions to the government, and we have been very active in responding to the Ford government's proposed changes and how they will negatively impact agriculture. And while we have focused mainly on provincial policy, we see opportunities to partner with municipalities to create policies to support the local agricultural resource, including the potential creation of land preserves. This model of land protection can empower municipalities to ensure there's a protected stock of land so future generations can continue to feed themselves. The alternative solutions offered by the Trust protect agricultural land by reducing the uncertainty associated with changes in policy Policy as governments change. So let us turn to Northumberland specifically. What is the situation here? And this has been referenced. Um, if I can have the next slide, please. Um, 67% of the county land base is considered prime agricultural land, soils classes one to three. Over 31% of the land is protected under current policies. And over 28% of the land is considered to be class one, which means it has no significant limitations for growing crops. And as I also have been noted before, over 146,000 acres are protected under current planning policy. However, information on the county's website indicates that there's about 149,000 plus a bit acres in crops but over 200,000 acres are in use as farmland. So given the process for identifying prime agricultural land is based on soil, this discrepancy is not surprising because a lot of times when we look at the protection of land based on soils, we're not looking at things like um, open grasslands that are used for livestock and so on and so forth. There's often a lot more land that's out there and is of great value that we don't pick up in our system. So one must ask in Northumberland, what is the future for the 55,000 acres that are under production but not protected? The trust can strengthen the protection of larger agricultural areas. And why should it be protected in Northumberland? Because Northumberland contributes to the strength of Ontario's agriculture. Production on only a third over a third of your farms is valued at over a million dollars. There are more than 200 commodities produced here. Leading commodities are the local food the population needs. Apples, strawberries, dairy, eggs, corn, and soybeans, and there is access to water. A number of years ago, I heard a presentation from a leading water specialist who said that water will be the oil of the 21st century. As the impact of climate change accelerates, this is proving to be true. Where there is water, production can be sustained. Where it is lacking, for example, across the southern United States, it cannot. We know the climate is changing. In productivity projections developed by the United Nations, maps of the world show that production across the areas closer to the equator, many of which are currently the major food producers in the world, will decline. Areas further north, including Canada, productivity will increase. But that will only happen if the land base is available. So where are you now and why should we be concerned? Between 2006 and 2021, Northumberland lost over 37,000 acres of farmland, or 15% in 15 years. Continuing to lose 1% every year means there could be no farmland in Northumberland by the end of the century, stretching the urgency to do more to protect the agricultural system now. Although the sector continues to be diversified, there are trends that are concerning. Historically, you have grown crops suited to the microclimate and geographic conditions. Apple orchards used to predominate. When I lived here many, many years ago, and I actually worked at Crammy Township, um, there were uh, apple orchards all the way between Coburn and Port Hope. So where are they now? The trust can help. slide nine. It protects agricultural land for future generations and gives certainty to those farms. I have the next slide, please. So the dots on the map are where we've had um, donations or easements have been created. Owners of the property that are shown on this map have made a commitment to providing agricultural land for the future. I feel personally that we have an obligation to protect the agricultural resource that will allow us to respond to changing conditions and to assure that there is always the capacity to support a sustainable agri-food system. The Trust does not offer the only solution for protecting non-renewable agricultural land, but it strengthens the baskets of tools we currently have. We encourage those of you who own farmland to seek us out and to find out if there is a fit for you in our programs. In the current environment, we can help hold the line on the loss of farmland. Tamara Brown, sitting over there, uh, one of our staff at the Ontario Farmland Trust is available and ready to start the conversation, and I am here to answer any questions. You have. So, thank you very much for your attention, and um, I really do appreciate seeing so many people in the room because I must say that in all my years of working, I've seen the needle move on the protection of agricultural land in lots of good ways, and I think. When the province put the um, the provincial agricultural system, which recognized the need for continuity for for assets to support agriculture, I thought, my goodness, we finally are starting over the we're starting over the hump and actually getting this right. Uh, and to see what the Ford government is doing now to roll this back is really, really, it's, it's it's devastating. It's it's horrible. So, thank you so much for taking your Saturday morning and coming and listening.
0: That was Ontario Farmland Trust Board Chair, Margaret Walton. This was recorded live. The event was titled, The Importance of Protecting Farmland in Northumberland. It was hosted by the Northumberland Rural Coalition and it involved the Northumberland Federation of Agriculture and it was sponsored by Community Power Northumberland and the Small Change Fund. Thanks to the team of technicians who helped make this possible, We hope you will join us for the next episode of this series. I'm Robert Washburn for Northumberland 89.7 FM. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com, or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast,